Dive into the hive with Jen and Aaron and catch the buzz. The Business Buzz. They're sharing your stories of success and inspiration because queen bees and worker bees are always better together and there's enough honey for everybody. Network and thrive. Network and thrive. In the hive. The Buzz Waterloo. If you've ever considered trying yoga in your prof- in, for your for your mental health, for your your mental wellness, or for your physical body, you're definitely going to want to listen today. We have Miss Rebecca Rose from Midtown Yoga KW today, and we have Erin. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back, and I guess this would be episode three now. Season two, episode three. Yeah. Woohoo. Right. So we're going to talk about yoga today. And I think that like this is a a great thing to talk about because we have a lot of people who listen to this podcast that own businesses and like it's just a stressful freaking world right now. So um, if you can do something physically for your body to help calm your mind and calm your soul and um, just be able to practice something a little different. Um, then I think that it's uh, it's a great thing. So I really want to pick your brain because I did my very first yoga class last week and I could not believe how difficult it was. Have you done yoga? I have done yoga. I, bet I actually started doing yoga a few years back. I cannot believe you've just started yeah, I'm I'm totally late onto this yoga train, and that's funny because my the first girl that worked for me, um, Cam, who we've talked about before on the show because she's your friend. She's a yogi. Yes, she's a yoga instructor. Yeah, my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, and well, she, I guess I did start doing it with her years back. Okay. Yeah. And um, and she was like, you know. She wakes up in the morning and does a cold plunge every day. And like, she's very like, you know, mind, body, spirit. And I don't know why I never really got into it. And maybe it's just because I felt like I couldn't get my head there into that sort of like relaxation. Like, I don't know, Rebecca, you tell me, like, why do you think people, um, you know, why do you think people, first of all, even get attracted to trying yoga? Like, what's the pull to trying yoga? Hmm. Well, now there's so many different types of yoga out there. Okay. And I really think, um, you know, a lot of us, it's it's the people that were around. I, fi- I find that that has a big factor mm-hmm. in, in trying it, right? Like they see other people doing it and then realizing that maybe some of the myths and stereotypes that circulate around the word yoga um, aren't really there and it's not really as complicated as some people think it is right yeah I think like for me I wanted to try it because it's easy on the joints I would say it's not like high impact so I thought okay I want to do something that I'm going to benefit from um but won't leave me super sore and um I also don't like cardio very much. So I was like, I'm going to try the yoga. And it is amazing the different muscles you use in yoga. Well, that's the thing. Because like when I did that class, I was like, oh my God, I was going to, I actually booked it on my rest day. Like, 
because, you know, I'm trying to go to the gym, work on my fitness a little bit. And I was like, this is going to be like my rest day exercise so that I'm still moving my body. And like I broke a sweat from these tiny like movements where, you know, I'm laying on my stomach and lifting my legs and my arms. And I'm in a room full of people that are like far older than me holding these poses and I'm like (sighs) you know so it's really and so it it, for you Rebecca is it like more physical or more mental like because some people I think do it for physical and some people do it for mental what I have found is that at different seasons of my life I'm using it for different Mm -hmm. reasons Mm -hmm. so and especially the type of yoga that I predominantly practice um, it's the method Bikram yoga it's a form of hot yoga and um, I've noticed I've practiced it for 15 years now and um, it's just different times of my life I need it for different reasons Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why I like this specific type of practice um, Mm -hmm. is for that um, ability to be applicable to mental health spiritual well-being physical health and um, emotional well-being as well so I find that um, just depending on where I'm at is what I'm using it for yeah and what benefit you're going to get from it that's great yeah my first actual experience with yoga was um, we fit do you Mm -hmm. remember oh yeah and I fell in love with it because you do such small movements, but it can tell you, you know, like if you're moving and stuff like that. I love it. And then I eventually went to yoga classes and stuff. But mm-hmm. so you practice Bikram the most or is that? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's predominantly my method of movement. And okay. at Midtown Yoga, that's what we predominantly do. It used to be called Bikram Yoga KW mm-hmm. um, and then it changed names and then it changed ownership. Um, so the practice is really specific we're doing the same thing over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and it's very applicable to a lot of bodies so that's what we predominantly do and then we also do yin yoga at the studio as well which is meant to be deeper slower Mm -hmm. more um more on the ground light music you know light lights all that kind of stuff so which which part would you recommend for somebody that is looking to do a little bit more like beginner beginner friendly stretching type you know that sort of thing getting into a position where yeah like I might be able to walk into a yoga class and you know do some of the things yeah well I I still hands down recommend Bikram yoga Mm -hmm. because um the way that it is meant to be taught is actually meant to be a healing modality Mm -hmm. um it's just that sometimes people forget to kind of leave their ego at the door and that is when it becomes a struggle that is when you're struggling on the mat because you're gonna see people around you doing something you know much more and you can get there it's just you, you have to give yourself some grace and you have to be patient but you know I have like 69 year old man in my class who barely he can't even like lift his arm barely above Mm -hmm. his head he's got a lot of damage to his shoulders his whole body from you know his whole working life and he's coming in and he's getting improvement because he is doing it honestly the the right way so I believe it still is a type of practice for all bodies all levels it doesn't matter what shape you're in this type of yoga is going to improve like your whole self 
you do have to give it at least five chances. <laughs> okay, so what what got you into yoga? How old were you when you first started mm-hmm. doing it? Well, I'd done other forms of yoga before um, I did Bikram. So I was mm-hmm. about 27 when I started okay. doing Bikram yoga. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point in time, I tried other forms of yoga. I'd always been in some way, shape, or form active, going to the gym, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then near the end of my university career, that's when this studio opened in 2008 is when it it, um, came to Kitchener. And uh, just had a friend who was like, hey, come check out this new hot yoga studio. It was the only hot yoga studio in town at that point in time. Like, come check it out. I'm like, okay, like, I was at, like, I hate yoga, though. <laughs> I was like, but I hate yoga. Like, well, why am I going to come? But of yeah. course, a friend's like, come try it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I went, and it, there was just something different about it. Because yeah. a lot of the other yoga that I had done, it was confusing to me. It was complicated. Mm-hmm. It was always different. It, it, it was like instructor dependent. Yeah. It would be one day, oh, we're going to do this. So one day we're going to do that. And there, it, like, it felt like there was no rhyme or reason to me. Like pattern, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so then when I tried this type of hot yoga, it was like the ability to connect like my mind and body was almost instantaneous mm-hmm. because of the way that it is taught and the way that it is practiced. Um, and so that was that. And I honestly, though, don't even really remember much of my first class or like my first like couple of weeks. It was just like, fine. I bought the intro. I've mm-hmm. got 30 days. I'm going to go. Um, and then it really just started to like do something to my brain, mm-hmm. which was really interesting because I'd never experienced that before, mm-hmm. um, where it started to force me to become more aware of other things that were happening Amazing. in my mind, in my body, in my life. Um, and then that was what really essentially got me hooked was mm-hmm. like the power that I felt that this particular type of yoga had. Um, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And so do like to ask a personal question, like you're quite athletic, obviously, like to, to be able to, because you teach it, right? So you're doing probably yoga. How often are you teaching? Well, that's another like sometimes um, misconception, right? Okay. So actually with Bikram yoga, I don't do the postures with my students. Okay. So my job is to teach you. Okay. Right. My job isn't to get my yoga practice in. My job is to watch you and pay very close attention to your body and do the best that I can to like group correct while I'm still paying individual attention to each practitioner. Yeah. So in Bikram yoga, I'm not doing the postures with you. Of course, maybe once or twice I might do a posture or might even have one of the students demonstrate a posture to have an ability to pay closer attention to that particular pose for that day. Um, But yeah, we're not doing the postures with you. What does the heat do? Yeah, it's a great question, right? So, um, you know, there's many benefits. So I'll just talk about a few of the main ones. First of all, it's going to make you more mobile from the start of your practice, right? Is that because it's like warming up your joints and stuff or? Yeah. So you immediately get those benefits of when you go to a different type of movement. Mm-hmm. It takes some time to open up the body to get into, you know, the ability to find more advanced postures as the time progresses. So with the heat, it just happens immediately. 
right? We're right away able to be more flexible and more malleable than you would be in a cold or room temperature environment. Um, Secondly, of course, sweat is a really important um, way to help actually with our skin. Like it, it helps actually like lubricate and moisturize our skin. So that's a nice like benefit. So it's like a, it's like a spa. Good for your body. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole treatment. It's yeah. a whole treatment. Like sometimes we say it's like your most expensive skin cream. So yeah. <laughs> is is Bikram always done? Hot, like with the heat yeah yes okay. yeah that is one of the characteristics yes. of Bikram yoga and then like the third um positive benefit of the heat is that um it makes your body more malleable so what that means is I like to sometimes describe myself actually as like a blacksmith and so mm-hmm. when they're trying to form an iron rod into a fancy shape um they're gonna have to continuously put that rod over top of a flame Mm -hmm. and so we can kind of think of the heat having that same effect on our body Um, and so people can actually find that they change their skeletal system they will have gone for x-rays and the shape of their spine will be one way and as they do the frequency of the practice the Mm -hmm. right way um, then their body, it actually does change. And breathing, is it really important for Bikram too? Isn't mm-hmm. I, yeah, I kind of remember that. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Of course your breath with any type of movement practice is really important. Mm-hmm. We don't cue as much with the breath, um, in the Bikram yoga practice, as I've noticed with other styles. Um, but we do breathing exercise at the beginning and end, and we're constantly reminding you to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds so simple, mm-hmm. um, but I think that that's one of like our biggest issues as human beings is that we've forgotten mm-hmm. how important it is to breathe. Where did you, uh, what did you do before you were a yoga instructor oh you even have a midtown yoga yeti so cute um what did you do before you got into yoga i was a correctional officer no really yes what a difference yeah yeah so tell me how you're like first of all how did that happen and then yeah go ahead start with that yeah it's a big question actually because it's such a switch right so i mean I was practicing Bikram yoga when I went through for that career. Got it. So I had just finished my degree at Laurier. I went for psych and Soch, and then I was trying to figure out like, what am I going to do with my life? Uh, you As know, we all do. That big yeah. question. Um, and then I was like, I have no idea. Like, do I want to go back to school? Do I want to get my master's? Like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm not really a school person. <laughs> like, I don't really know how how I got through as far as I got through. <laughs> you managed. But I'm like, here we are. The big you know, <laughs> degree in hand. Well, I just found it right at the end okay. of my university oh, career. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so um, then there was, it was just like a random, like, I'm like, coincidence. Like, I didn't even think that correctional officer was an actual career like personally for like me like a like I don't know even like a woman like I Mm -hmm. did like I worked in a men's prison as well and so oh my god I'm so intrigued (laughs) (laughs) right it's like 
I'm like, who are you? Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it, it just, it just so happened. There was like this, um, guy who was literally staying at my parents' house. There's a prison in Kitchener. If, if you guys don't know. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was only a women's women's. Okay. Yeah, women's. Yeah, yeah. So he was working there and my parents had known him from a church circle and, and it just like, he was boarding at my parents' house because he was living in a different city. This happens actually quite frequently um, where it seems like correctional officers don't work and live in their same city. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that had happened and he's like, just apply. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, 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 but I'm also like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was waitressing at that point in time. I was doing a little bit of work with the Canadian Mental Health Association and I was just really trying to figure out like, what is my career going to be? So then I went through the process and fast forward, I got the job. Then I moved to the Muskokas and I was working there for like seven years. Why did you come back here from Muskoka? (laughs) For Bikram yoga. Oh, that is dedication. Yeah, to, um, well, to essentially end up buying the studio. Amazing. Yeah, so it just, it just so happened. I was just living up there and then we fast forward a few more years and then I went to teacher training for the Bikram Yoga. Um, thankfully, a studio had opened in Barrie. And so I was living then there and then working still in the Muskokas while living in Barrie. Mm-hmm. And then I would just kind of like go back and forth and I decided to go to teacher training. And then, you know, we can just fast forward a little bit longer. What's the craziest no. experience you had in prison? No. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was... It was actually a decent prison to work in. Okay. okay. So as long as far as decent prison. Decent. Go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, there, a lot of the incidents would happen behind closed doors. Okay. But I, I would say like one of the biggest incidents are, you know, one of my first shifts, I remember like some guy getting like beat over the head with a frying pan. Oh my and, God. And, you know, and then everything else that kind of like ensues and then we got to like go on lockdown and then we've got to were like, you ever hurt find... were you ever injured no 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 thank god and generally you know because of the structure of the particular prison people like officers don't get hurt too often right right i don't know if the if it's changed right now i've been out of the system for six years now yeah. right and and so i do hear that things have been getting progressively worse um, just with like the environment and the inmates and everything. Um, But while I was there, that generally didn't happen at that point in time. Um, The, it's just that if they ended up doing something like that, then they're immediately going to be going to maximum security. Right. And so, you know, if you're in that environment, then, you know, you want to try and make it as good as you can i can't imagine being a woman Mm -hmm. working in a prison so my sister actually um went to school for corrections as well and like i could actually she you know she was a bouncer in bars and stuff and she's like six feet tall and like super muscular and like i would not i would not you know f around with her yeah i'd be intimidated (laughs) but like but for you and and not saying anything about you physically but like it would be i would be so nervous first of all just the way that I am but physically like a lot of these people have probably a lot more strength than you do um maybe not <laughs> I don't, but like you know you were you ever intimidated or were you ever like feeling like you know 
did they say like rude things to you like what was kind of how were you treated yeah I mean that's really valid and I I, I am really thankful though for the prison that I was at yeah. right because it, it it seemed to be not as detrimental as other facilities that I'd seen and it's really interesting because I do hear that like so I worked in federal mm-hmm. that would be any sentence that you would receive two years plus a day um versus um provincial and so it seems like sometimes it's like a worse experience in um in the provincial actually Mm -hmm. which is interesting uh so there were a couple of times but I really believe sometimes though that like our attitude does have an experience on how you um, interact with people and then how you know are you able to calm a scenario right or are you putting like fire here are we putting fuel on the fire right so you know like not saying that it was like perfect every day right but um it was you know generally okay there there were you know lockdowns there were um you know times where in units we would hear like the inmates are yeah. you know all they're getting worked up and all this kind of oh stuff God, i but would be so scared white didn't quite seem that like i was around yeah. in that exact yeah. location um but there was a few times like i remember i was a parole officer for a little while and um that would be when like i would write reports for inmates and give recommendations mm-hmm. about you know how they would move forward right Right. they all have correctional plans um and then they get like a scale based on certain criteria and uh I had uh you know not some great news to deliver to somebody because Uh, I was not going to be recommending them to be moving forward yeah um you know to go to minimum yeah right and uh yeah he he was like very angry yeah right? and we were actually in a room room like just this. like this yeah. right like a little like eight by eight are they shackled or no oh God. no no he's just coming in there we're having a chat conversation just yeah. like you and me and uh, i'm delivering this information to him and you know you can see he's like getting irate and then you know you have to talk him down and essentially just tell him like well this conversation is over yeah you're going to have to leave like there are like you know there was like a like not windows but like doors with like windows in them so people could come and then thankfully like there's people walking by all the time so here I am like I get up and I'm like I'm gonna have to ask you to leave and I actually start tried to open the door and the door actually was broke (laughs) so that i was i would say that's probably the was like the worst one for me because we were like trapped in a little i don't mean by ourselves for sure i don't mean anything like i didn't mean anything um like that about you physically yeah for sure you certainly need to have a level of mental strength to be able to put yourself, so this is, I think, what I meant. You have to have a, a great deal of mental strength to put yourself in a position, in a facility, with a bunch of men and, and you know, dangerous people at that, and, you know, feel like you can control that. Like, I can't even imagine. I think that that's so neat, and it fascinates me so much. Have you ever been to the, have you ever toured the Kingston mm-hmm. Pen before? Mm-hmm. Have you? 
No, I've been to the one in San Francisco, though. The- oh, oh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I been want- there, too. Have you? Yeah. And do you have to take a boat over there? Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. It's pretty scary. Did you do the night tour or the day one? Oh, day tour. Oh, me too. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I just have this, I have like a fascination with prisons oh. and with like, and not to glamorize it, but it just, it's, it's crazy because I can't just, I just can't put my head in the same space as how a criminal feels, right? Like. I wonder if criminals could benefit from yoga. Oh, a thousand percent. Right? Do they Absolutely. have, do they have yoga in prison? So it depends which prison. Right. And so there is probably like minimum, right? No, like I do. Well, okay. So the women's prison here is all levels. Um, However, in the medium security that I worked in, there were a lot of actual like physical programs that Mm -hmm. were available. They had basketball court, they had a gym, they had a soccer field, they. Actually had horseshoes. They have stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> horseshoes. Yeah. So random. Yeah. Watchy ball. Anyways, <laughs> so it, it was it was fascinating, and I completely understand like where you're coming from on the other end because before I went through the process, I yeah. also had the same mindset and didn't like that didn't match right. Like I was like, there's just no way. Like, yeah. how am I going to be working in a prison? And it just kind of all came it to all be. Came. Okay, so let's go back to your yoga studio. Yeah. Um, do you have other um, classes offered as well? Like how many pract- or instructors do you have and do they offer different classes? How's that work? Uh, so right now I have about 10 teachers and we teach Inferno Hot Pilates, which is a high intensity interval training class, Ooh. low impact movements based on Pilates principles. It's so fun. I've heard such good things about Pilates. My girlfriend has been trying to get me to, and I'm just like, it sounds like not very, min- like not very much movement that you wouldn't have much effect, but I think I need it in my life because of ah, the low See, impact. I've heard the opposite, like of how difficult Pilates well, that's is. What I, I'm learning that now, like seeing on, I see these like 28 day Pilates challenge on the wall. Oh, like, on the wall. You, you're seeing that on TikTok. Uh, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I would love to try Pilates. Yeah, you I'd guys have to. to come. It's so yeah. much fun. Um, that that type of movement, yeah. I literally fell in love day one. Okay. We had a guest instructor come to my studio in Barrie, and they taught this thing, Inferno Hall Pilates. And I was like, immediately, I'm like, this is it. I'm going to training. Yeah. I literally went like, uh, like a month later, and that was that journey. And I was like, we need this. This is so fun. And can a um, beginner do that? thousand percent amazing yes all levels cool we have lots of modifications so our predominant method of movement is bikram yoga Mm -hmm. then we have inferno hot pilates and then we have yin okay gotcha so So, um anybody who's looking to come and try out hot inferno hot pilates or you want to try bikram yoga um how can they find you and uh, is there like a trial do you do a free trial or anything like that all right, here we go. So midtown.yoga is where you can find us online. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I will give you a special promotion. Woo, it woo. is our hot room challenge. All nice. right. Okay. So it's the hot room challenge. And uh, I challenge you to do five Bikram yoga classes in two weeks. $25. Okay. If you are not satisfied with your experience, I will give you your money back amazing all right and i think you, that's an awesome that's an awesome way to let people try it out yeah. yeah and if you are satisfied you like your experience then i double the money and put it towards your next membership 
Amazing. That is so cool. I love that. And where can we get you on Instagram? On Instagram, we're Midtown Yoga KW. Okay, so nice and simple, Mm -hmm. at Midtown Yoga KW. Make sure you go check out Rebecca Rose. She's awesome. We first met um, at our networking seminar that we had um, a few weeks ago. How long ago was that? Like it was um, the seventeenth of August, so about oh five, yeah, five just weeks. over just over a month ago already. It feels like yesterday, um, and she's amazing. So check out uh, her studio, of course, and such a cool story. So thanks so much for sharing all of that. I love that so much, and just what a transition from going from you know correctional to to something just so zen and yeah. you know relaxing. Um, so thanks so much for coming, and uh, let's have you on again. We'll talk biz again and uh, we will talk to you guys next week so have a great one yeah see you later